We are continuing Chai Adam. We are going to start Klal Gimel today. Just some closing points on Klal Beis. So yesterday we mentioned that there's a uh, difference between uh, washing your hands Mishum Nikias to clean it. You know, a person touched something dirty or he touches shoes, so he has to wash his hands. It's just proper for him to wash uh, before moving on in life because um, his hands are dirty. And then there's other times to wash your hands, which would be because of an issue of Ruach Ra. So the Ahronim point out, there are differences in, uh, in, in the procedure. When you wash your hands, Mishim Nikias, if you use a Purell or any other Midi Dimanaki, anything that, that gets it clean, that's fine. You don't have to necessarily use water. But when we deal with Ruach Ra, for some reason, there's a concept of, of using water in order to get rid of this uh, evil spirit. Additionally, there will be no uh, need to wash three times. Now the truth is, when it comes to Ruach Ra, the only time that we really have to wash three times is by waking up in the morning. And perhaps, the Mr. Bruce says, perhaps the minig is when you leave a uh, cemetery. But all the other times, cutting nails, cutting hair, tashmish, halachically, the chayadam, the rachashuchan, they all bring down, you don't really have to wash three times in that case, you only have to wash once. Just one more point. Uh, when it comes to davening or learning, let's say a person's learning or he's, he's about to start davening and he, and he touches something dirty. So the question is, can he continue davening? Can he start davening? So halacha is like this. If he touched something that just makes him dirty, so then just, you know, use midi dimanaki. You use a table, you know, wipe your hands against against something or tissue or Purell, and that's how you'd be, uh, you know, and then you go forward, you go daven. But let's say you touch something that, that requires washing Mishim Ruach Ra, or a person wakes up in the morning. So Allah Chalamayis is like this. If you have water, so then before Zman Tefillah, I'm sorry, before before you started davening, you have to go get the water. So go outside of shul and, and, and wash your hands. Let's say it's, it's a, you're in the middle of davening, or you're going to miss Zman Tefillah or Tefillah B'Tzibor. So if it's, if it's Mishim Nekiyas, so then just wipe your hands, you're good. And even if it's Mishim Ruach Ra, even if you have to wash your hands, because of Ruach Ra, so halacha is, you could use Midi Dimanaki, you could wipe your hands on a tissue, on Purell, and then you still have to get rid of the Ruach Ra. But you're allowed to daven, even though you have Ruach Ra on your hands, because otherwise you're going to miss Zman Tzvilah, or Tzvilah B'Tzibor. Um, so therefore, at some point later, right after, right after Shemun you should go wash your hands. But typically, you know, most... Uh, most of our communities, shuls and homes, we always have water. It's hard to find the case where you mamish don't have water, and if you go get water, you're going to miss Montevilla. But if if that case does happen, halacha is you would you're better off getting shemun esrei tefillah b'tzibar or the zman of tefillah, um, and just wipe your hands, and then afterwards you go wash your hands to uh, get rid of the ruach ra. Okay, let's move on to klal gimel. Now, Chaylam starts klal gimel saying. The Pasuk in Tehillim says, Oh, my innards have to call out the name of Hashem. And he, he basically introduces the first part of this klal, which we'll be discussing, you know, a person has to make sure his inside is clean. You you go to the bathroom before you start davening. Now, before he gets there, I guess to that, uh, those halachas, he says, first of all, there's a concept of tzniyas in the bathroom, which he mentioned in the past. Most of it is most of the chasidahs. Additionally, our bathrooms are different. You know, we have locks on our doors, and uh, it's a, it's a the whole bathroom setting is private. But it's just interesting to read, um, you know, what they used to do back then, 
and obviously a person should try to be uh, as much as as sneeze as possible when he's in the bathroom as well. Um, he also mentions that a person should not talk. It's usher for a person to talk while he's in the bathroom. It doesn't say while he's actually going, but even if he's just in the physical bathroom, there's an usher to talk. Also, mishum tzniyas. The police can discuss that there might be two reasons, one of two reasons why there's an usher to talk. One of them is mishum tzniyas. The other one would be api kabbalah. A person should not talk in the bathroom. The nafkamina would be, this is what the piske tshuva says, interesting, the nafkamina would be if a person's on the phone. Meaning, let's say nobody knows you're in the bathroom. Is there an usher of talking in the bathroom? Or talking to yourself. Can a person talk to himself in the bathroom? Api Kabbalah, you shouldn't utter words in the bathroom. But Api Tzniyah, the part is really if people know that you're in the bathroom, you're announcing it to the world. So um, either way, it's probably not so polite to be on the phone while you're in the bathroom. Now, what if a person has a tzarech? Uh, I don't know, his wife's looking for his car keys. He has to shout out from the bathroom where they are. Or his pizza is burning in his toaster. So obviously, if it's a tzarech, one would be allowed to. Additionally, any tarach for the bathroom itself, you ran out of toilet paper, you, you, you're you looking for uh, for a shampoo, whatever you need, a person would be allowed to to uh, call out in the you know in the bathroom. Additionally, Rav Moshe says that our bathrooms today don't really have the same dinim as the bathrooms of, uh, of old. Basically, many of our bathrooms, first of all, the, 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 the plumbing system is much better. But even without that, Rav Moshe says that since there are sinks and showers and uh, other items there. So our bathroom is a multi-purpose room. You know, many people uh, put on deodorant when in the bathroom, or they brush their teeth in the bathroom, or they. So the bathroom is not just for uh, using the facilities; it's for other purposes as well. And therefore, one could really be makele and have you know and 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 talk in the bathroom. It's still not nice. It's not the best place to uh, host a meeting, but halacha is. It's a different situation than if someone just has a room with just a toilet, then it will be more of a more of an issue. Additionally, in, in cloud bays, he talks about cleaning oneself. So those halachas, the Shachanah Harav Paskins, that as long as a person's using toilet paper, those halachas do not apply. But back then, uh, they didn't use that. So many people read that halacha and they get all nervous. But halacha is a wee paskin, that as long as a person's using toilet paper, he doesn't have to... Uh, you know, it doesn't make a difference which hand he uses and all those uh, all those halachas. Now, I just want to point out, people are going to get a little nervous with these topics. If you look in Hilchus Basar B'chalav, which is, uh, you know, complex. Basar B'chalav, that's your classic Rabbi Shilas that uh, Rabbanim deal with and people in Kashras deal with all, all day. There are ten simonim in Shulchan Arach, which means there are ten, ten uh, you know, chapters of halacha in Shulchan Arach. If you look at Arachayim, when it, when it discusses going to the bathroom, or well, you know, the next couple of shirim, we'll discuss davening in front of, in front of tinuf, davening next to a bathroom, davening, you know, in front of a diaper, or makam erva, or davening in front of something that's not that you shouldn't be davening next to, someone who's not dressed properly. So there's ten or twelve simanim in Shulchan Aruch that discuss this. It shows the importance, the significance, um, in in these halachas. So we're just gonna we're gonna run right through them and only discuss what's relevant. But you know, if people get uncomfortable, the Shulchan Aruch spends many, many uh, simanim, you know, discussing this. Okay, so now moving right there. So there are three psukim basically in uh, in Tanakh which give us some type of remez, some type of hint towards um, preparing ourselves for davening. 
So three pesukim are like this. He connects alechachi Yisrael pasuk and Amos that a person should get ready. V'chol kravei shem kachay pasuk and tehillim b'barchin avshi and shemor rag l'chol kasher teilech levesakneses. You should guard your legs when you go to uh, shul. Now these pesukim have nothing to do with getting ready for davening. However, al pidrush al pitar shavapeh the Gemara tells us basically a person has to make sure he does not need the restroom uh, when he's davening. So lechatchila the Gemara says a person should be baidik as the Chayadim says in, 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 in Halacha Aleph, right away, the person should be, in the morning when you're getting ready for davening, uh, the person should check, make sure, he uh, just to go to the bathroom right before you daven, that's what a person should do. Now the Gemara in Brachas, I think it's Daf Gimel, it goes on to say that there are certain times where a person davens and he had to use the restroom and he still davened, so then he would have to repeat Shemanesri. It is so extreme that a person would have to repeat Shemanesri. So, one question a person could ask, and the Bishayim already asked this, is if a person has to use the facilities and he doesn't, forget about davening. There's a Isidaraisa, okay, we, we, could, we could just go with that. There might be an Isidaraisa of Baltashaksu. The Gemara and Makkah's Dav Tezayin and Rebbe says, based on the Pasuk of a person should not make his nefesh disgusting, which is talking about shratzim and eating uh, a live fish. The Gemara, the Gemara Marcus, you know, brings down. Additionally, if a person holds himself in hamash in a cover, if a person holds himself in, he's also over the issue about the shock. So it's disgusting. So what are we dealing with davening? There will be an issue deraisa even if you're not davening of baltashaksa. So there are a few different terutzim. One tarot is that not everyone uh, agrees that there's an Issa Daraisa of, of Baltashaksu, meaning the Torah says it by two specific places by eating alive, by eating uh, animals that are non kosher, like birds, and by eating shratzim. But the other ones that the Gemara includes, those are only Midrabana and Asmach the Ba'ama. The Gemara has other cases. The Gemara talks about eating a live fish. The Gemara talks about um, drinking from a keli that was used for bloodletting. Those are included in, in what Chazal saw the Torah's perspective, and therefore it's called an Asmach de Ba'amma, but it's only a Din de Rabbanan. It's not Issa de Raisa. That would be one Torah. Another Torah is that we're going to discuss, uh, it will be tomorrow, we'll discuss what exactly is the time involved in how much time, you know, let's say a person could hold it in. So is he still out of Davin? But he knows he has to go at some point. So the Gemara talks about this concept of 72 minutes. If a person can hold it in for 72 minutes, you know, he, his, his davening, he was yoyed to davening. We'll discuss this, you know, all these different times. But it's not the same level as Baltashaksu. Baltashaksu, the Dachorinim say, is when a person can't focus. He, he, he really has to go, he cannot focus. Or he's literally holding it in. The Bachacha, the Eishel Avram writes that if we hold this to Rabbanan, so it depends what, you know, Tali Be'eni Habrias, what do people consider Baltashaksu, which would be not that you can hold it in for 72 minutes, it's a little less time than that where a person would be considered Baltashaksu. So that's why it's not really relevant to this discussion. Baltashaksu is when a person really can't hold it in. Even if you could hold it in, let's say you could only hold it in for an hour, there's, there's an Issa Tadavan when a person is in that state. Just by the way, this this uh, keeps coming up. Let's say a person is in, uh, he's in, he's he's giving a presentation at work, or he's giving a shear, and he has to use the facilities. So the halach would be is, even if he's in Baltashaksu territory, if he'll be embarrassed, 
there's that concept of Kavanah Brias, and uh, he wouldn't have to leave his speech to go to the bathroom.